I ain't forcing them. Go on, Junior. Make your own decision to do it. Well, no, Pop. I don't want to take that course. What do you mean you don't want to take the course? I'm still your father, and I order you to take the course. Now, wait, Riley. If he doesn't want to Please, take it... Peg, let him make his own decisions. <laughs> but I can't take that course. I'm busy every afternoon. I've got basketball practice. Basketball? Where'll that get you in the business world? You don't see Rockefeller in the stock exchange running around in his underwear shooting field goals. Oh, Riley, I don't understand you. You were the one who kept urging Junior to go in for basketball. Well, yes, but now I see that there's more important things than basketball. When Junior goes and applies for a big job, he's got to be able to do something else besides dribble. <laughs> well, Junior, go on, make your decision. I don't want to go to work. Well, that settles that. It don't settle nothing. The boy don't know his own mind. Look, son, this course is important for your future. You get wonderful training, and now's the time to get it. What do you want to be when you grow up, a success or a failure? I just want to be like you, Pop. <laughs> Nothing doing. You'll be a success. <laughs> the trouble with you, Junior, you ain't got any ambition. Oh, Riley, he's still young. Never mind. When I was his age, I was already thinking of my career. Day and night, I dreamed of following the sea. So what did I do? For the next five years, I studied navigation so as I could get a job. And I got one. Yes, a deckhand on the Staten Island Ferry. <laughs> well, that was only temporary. I quit after eight years. <laughs> I only mentioned it to show you how important ambition is. Well, what do you say, Junior? Make your decision. Well, I, I don't know, Pop. Maybe. What do you mean, maybe? Either you'll do it or you won't do it. All right, then I won't do it. Wait, wait a minute, Junior. Junior, let's go back to maybe. Ah, <laughs> oh, Pop, I really don't want to do it. All right, don't do it. So this is how you repay me after all I've done for you. This is how you make it up to me for the pain and suffering I went through bringing you into the world. <laughs> Ask your mother. Oh, gee, Pop. Now I ask you to do one little thing for your own good. All right, Pop. I'll do it. That's enough. You will? Honest? Yeah, I'll sign up tomorrow. Oh, that's swell, son. You see, there's nothing like making your own decisions. <laughs> and believe me, Junior, you'll never regret it. This may be the beginning of a big career. It'll make it easier for you to get a job when you graduate. Well, sure. Why, just like that, you'll be able to get a job in a big plant like, like, like General Motors. And you work hard, and pretty soon you're general manager. And then vice president. And then president. President? Yes, sir. And just remember, I'm the guy that helped put you there. But I don't want no reward, Junior. When you're the head of General Motors 20 years from today, all I want is your influence to get me a new 1946 Chevrolet. <laughs> Mr. Stevenson, I never thought the school would send me to the same plant where my father works. Well, Junior, I like to encourage father-son teams in the plant, so when I saw your name on the list the school sent out, I asked for you. Boy, it'll be swell working with Pop. Yes, but just remember this. In business, it's wise to forget the Pop stuff. Looks bad in front of the other employees. So while you're in the plant, your father is just employee number 79. 79? Yes, sir, I'll remember. Well, it's time we put you to work. We'll start you off in Section D. That's where your father works. You mean I'm going to do riveting? Oh, no, no. You're going to be a sort of assistant to the new efficiency expert. Here, all your instructions are on this sheet of paper. Just follow them to the letter, and you'll do okay. 
I'll try, sir. I'll try to be as good a worker as my father. Hmm. <laughs> Come along. Hey, Riley. Riley, wake up. Uh, uh, what's the matter? Wake up. Well, why? Did the whistle blow for lunch? Listen, Riley, you better not let the boss catch you sleeping on a job. Well, I'm doing him a favor. I read a scientific article what proves that if a working man takes a nap for 15 minutes, he stores up 30 minutes extra energy for the use of the boss. Yeah, but you slept an hour. Well, in that case, they owe me overtime. <laughs> you better watch it, Riley. There's a rumor one of them efficiency experts is going to start checking on us today. You know what them slave drivers is like. Yeah, uh, always looking for improvements. If there's eight guys working, they tell you to improve it until four guys can do the same job. Then they say improve it until two guys can do the job. And then they still yell improve it until only one guy can do the job.